Welcome to How to Become More Podcast. Welcome, everybody, and Happy New Year for 2023. Beautiful day. Hello, Claudia Sam. A pleasure to have you here. And today, uh, Claudia comes from Quebec. Uh, and so this is something that is really neat. And we're excited to have her on board. But usually, or as usual, I wish everybody, as I said, a Happy New Year. But more importantly, make sure that your talents and abilities are out there. Someone is waiting for you for the message to deliver. No one else can deliver it the way you do. So therefore, keep going. If life comes to you sideways, doesn't matter. Keep going. We can overcome obstacles. And today, we're going to talk with Claudia Sam as far as what is your biggest reason and live in alignment with your passion. Claudia Sam, welcome. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing really well, Francois. How are you? Oh. <laughs> We're back. Great. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Yes. Yeah, I'm doing really well. Thank you, Francois. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I had a wonderful time with the new year. I had a, some, half the family came and visit, actually more. Two thirds of the family was here. So it was great with uh, their wives and kids. And so we had a fantastic time. Really exciting indeed. The ones that couldn't because they were too far. One, and number two, she's pregnant. She can't, she can't fly. So, but we'll Got see it. them in February. Cool. How about yourself? I think you were also, or something. <laughs> I actually hosted for the first time at Christmas. We were, we're not the whole family. We we're 13, which is still, you know, a significant amount. And I'm, I eat plant-based. And so it's always a, a challenge for other people to cook. So now that I was hosting and I had a, a fair share of vegan options during the holidays, and it's always nice to trick your family and, having them think it's meat when it's not, and it tastes just as delicious. So that was actually fun. <laughs> actually, that's awesome. Cool, cool, indeed. Yeah, more and more people have uh, more choices for their culinary tastes, and which is awesome. And you're able to trick them. I like the way that you say, I trick them. How interesting to, to think that our mind is so conditioned that if it's not, for example, turkey or meat pie for Christmas, it's not good. And all of a sudden you're bringing something else and they say, hey, this is, tastes great. And I like to say that the mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. And so having an open mind enables you to have different, yeah, absolutely, a different view now from a different location. And uh, yeah, I'm sure that, uh, uh, actually you say this, I have, there's only a few here, but one of them is raw and eating alive and healing foods and, Anyways, I'm I'm big in nutrition myself. I absolutely nice. love it. Yes, yes, it's great. <laughs> I think it's part of a healthy lifestyle. Because uh, in when I was in high school, I went to uh, uh, College de Dame. It was a private school, and we had Latin and Mensani in Corpore Sano. So uh, a healthy mind and a healthy body is definitely something that's going to help us appreciate this life of ours in a way that would not only have more fully alive now, but for a longer time as well. Mm, I love that. Latin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Five years of Latin. <laughs> that was a very interesting. A dead language, but for the, I don't know how you say, etymology, the, the, the short parts of, uh, of words, you can get yeah. definitions like this. So my vocabulary has expanded tremendously from that. Although English is Anglo-Saxon, but all for Latin languages like Spanish, and and uh, yeah, it's an, it's oh, an interesting one. Interesting. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, personal and professional background, so we can get this thing going and, and have a better appreciation for you, are Claudia Sam. Thank you, thank you, Fasa, for having me. So, you know, if you were to sneak peek in my in a summer day of mine, I'm a paddleboard lover. I love to be on the water and I feel so calm and connected when I am around water. I have come from a world of corporate events and media where my work ethic and lifestyle was go, go, go. And so being on the water now, gently swaying by the wind, that is, that is me. That is the way for me to anchor back into the present moment. And 
since the corporate world and and time i burned out and i really felt like i, di I didn't really know how to breathe and how to take care of myself at a deep le level so i went on and studied yoga in canada and also in nepal and Ooh. that's where i learned a lot of present moment awareness and a little bit like the latin um of what you were sharing in sanskrit there is one of the sutras of patanjali that says um great i only have the little part of it chitta vritti nirodha which means that our goal is to move beyond the fritters or the jitters of the mind and that's what i do when i'm on the water and as your soul connection coach now i love to help people get out of the head and move beyond those those waves of the mind that might take us into doubt into fear into worry into anxiety and have them connect with their heart just actually today francois in a 15-minute coaching session with a client she came in and she said i need clarity i want to know what my path forward i want to know when and how i'm going to do this thing and we just had her do three breaths and imagine that she was dialing down from the head to the heart and we asked one powerful question and she was able to gain that clarity and it was like a light turned on like oh it was in there all along so it's so powerful and that's what i love to do with my clients and for myself and another sneak peek would be that um to know more about me is that i love meditation but i used to not because of the go 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 i used to go spinning and being super busy but now I quite like the silence. <laughs> Interesting. Thanks for that introspection. And actually, I like the fact that you said, I didn't used to like meditation, but now I like it. And I'm sure as a meditation person yourself, you know about Mahatma Gandhi, and he used to meditate one hour every day as the leader of a country. And people says, but you're the leader of a country. What do you do when you get too busy? He goes, then I meditate two hours. <laughs> and at first when you hear that and like you said you're into go 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 hustle and bustle of business business let's make it happen i have no time i have no time i've got to make this happen we're chasing things and the more we're chasing them the more they're going away but if we relax ourselves as you said through meditation then it's sort of things slow down and then like a, i like to say that we attract success like a bird so you have to put the right food and not move and it's going to come if you try and chase it, it's constantly going away and you're tiring out and the bird is not just a couple of flap of wings and you're, you're gone or it's gone. But it's, it's that important of meditation. I have a coach who now earns $400,000 a month, not too bad money. And he says, <laughs> I meditate at least 20 minutes twice a day. And in the class, it was, we don't have time to do that. And this is, and then continue to earn the income you're earning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. When we're slowing down, it helps us to grasp things in a more palatable way. Being able to act towards great like it. And also I noticed for those of you who are able to see the, uh, um, the video portion of it, Whenever I ask Claudia Sam a question, she sort of closes her eyes so I can tell that she's grounding in order to find out an answer that is thoughtful rather than one just that's regurgitated. regurgitated. And, and that, to me, makes Claudia Sam someone that wants to really answer rather than react, wants to give the real meaning that she has to it and give some time to think about the answer rather than just blurting something out. This is something that, that brings some calm towards your, I don't know if we call it aura or charisma or the way that you are, but it's something that is definitely palatable and I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for pointing that out, Francois. You know, in classes when I was in, you know, in school, I would be the first one to raise my hand and I remember I had this energy of I need to know it was so present that sometimes I would ask the question and then the answer was going to come by the teacher. And I learned that in my yoga, in my first yoga teacher training, my meditation teacher said, 
challenge for you, Claudia Sam. You cannot ask questions until the end of class, and you'll see that most of your questions will get answered as we go, a little bit like that bird to, uh, and success analogy. And she was right. That's what, That's exactly what happened. So it took a while before I could tune in and pause before I would answer <laughs> or ask anything. <laughs> that is, uh, it's it's such a keen uh, observation. And, and that teacher surely is a good one saying that sometimes when we rush on things that we just, we just push them away, but relaxing, it will come. And may, there, there I say, uh, let's explore this if you want. If you're looking at finding out the answers in your time, that means you're only concerned about me, 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 me. But if you're looking at the answers when they come, can we say that now you're plugged into the bigger picture, Mother Nature, God, Cosmos, Universe, and it has all the answers in due time. So if we trust in its process, it's going to take care of us rather than us trying to chase it. <coughs> Pardon me. Thank you, Francois, for that. I've been st a student of A Course in Miracles now for maybe three months. And A Course in Miracles says that my mind is a part of God's. Now, use the word God as however you want. You know, if you're if you're listening and that word is triggering for you, please feel free to change it to the universe, source, positive energy, um, whatever resonates with you. And when I learned and started applying my the thought of my mind is a part of God's. Of course, in miracle also says that there there are no neutral thoughts. There are real thoughts or there are unreal thoughts. The real thoughts are the ones that are connected to the mind of God, that are connected to that truth of love. And the unreal thoughts are all the ones of judgment, of fear, of worry, of pessimism, of lack, of force or go-getting, of the go-go-go. And so, yes, I am tapped in and I continue to be tapped in. And sometimes I find myself, you know, almost like a almost like slipping and starting to entertain thoughts of, oh my God, but what if this and what if that? And then I step back and I go, oh, hello, unreal thought. <laughs> Here, hello. And then I try to laugh it off. And it's also a process and a, a practice on its own. <laughs> Interesting. One of the, the way I, I, I love what you just said as far as, oh, sometimes I go, oh, what if this, what if that? I call this worry and I call worry uh, negative goal setting. Okay. I thought giving life to something that did not yet happen, but you give it so much attention, so much energy that it takes life. And then it starts to worry you. And then, and then the bad stuff starts to happen because you're giving it life. You got to stop it. It's, it's a, I call it negative goal setting because the attention, uh, I like to say that information to create transformation needs integration. And the fastest integrators are your imagination, but feelings. And so if you imagine things with feelings, if they're true or not true, you're crystallizing them into your life. You yeah. are because you pay attention to things and then you start to activate your reticular activators and they start to look for proof of what you have just conceived in your mind. And all of a sudden it starts to be real. That's why everybody listening, when life is not going good, don't say things like, oh, I'm never succeeding. I'm so dumb at this. I can never learn these things. You have to stop saying these things. You're just attracting more of them. And then your mind, I like to say, when you say this, your mind says, yeah, remember yesterday what you did? Yeah, you are dumb. <laughs> and your mind's going <laughs> to give you insights of things that you missed out. But if in case, instead you're saying, you know, I love life. And as I'm talking with Claudia Sam right now, great ideas are coming to my mind so it can help all the listeners to better their lives. And as I'm saying this, when Claudia speaks, I'm listening to things and then we're bringing them to your life. And then you're saying, wow, this is good for me. Indeed, we're creating things by the energy we give to thoughts. And so let's be very real as to what we decide to give energy to, because we are creators, co-creators, actually. And that's absolutely awesome. I love, I just don't want to, to lose one thing that you said before. You said I do yoga, learn how to breathe, and then Sanskrit. So in there, there's so much. Yoga is because 
you were disconnected and you said that the body how, how did you go about to discover yoga it was a friend uh, my friend somas she said hey you just burned out let me bring you to this yoga place that's walking distance from both of our working environments and there's an unlimited month at 49 this never exists anymore this is not a thing anymore but unlimited yoga for 49 in a month okay i guess i'm gonna go and there i was on the yoga mat i remember it was bram levinson's class and i was crying on the mat like big tears i was cracking open and i had no idea what was happening i'd never experienced that yoga has the power of deepening our connection with the truth of who we are because it merges the breath which is the prana the life force and the physical body which is our vehicle for our soul and bram my teacher used to say still says probably that we are souls living a human experience and when i was on the yoga mat i would really feel that because there were no rules i mean there were rules of how not to hurt your body in a pose but there were no rules as to what you were allowed to feel what you were allowed to think it was only a space where you could be aware and i'd never ever lived that just to be aware i nice. i had better things to do i thought <laughs> <laughs> interesting so <clears throat> just a little unpacking of what you just said you had a challenge in your life and then what happened with that challenge is that you seek help your friend reached out to you and says hey i have a suggestion mm -hmm. and in that case it was yoga you said you could decide you accepted it you said yes and then you took action and you went there and then your life was transformed totally. how interesting this little snippet of your life right now for each and every one of us when we have challenges oftentimes we don't know the answer others may help us let us open the doors for others to help us if we feel good helping others guess what others feel good helping us as well it's a two-way street but more importantly you took action and because of the action that you took, you had a new result that you did not have before. This simple journey that we just talked about is one of liberation, one of getting to the next level and getting you to be in tune in your case with more of what's inside, being aware of you rather than chasing things around. I, I, I really appreciate that part. That, that was cool. And then the second thing you talked about is breathing. Tell me about breathing and everybody listening right now, you're going to say, what are they talking about? This is business. We're talking about producing here. <laughs> Let's dig into some breathing and find out how this can help us in many aspects of our lives. Go ahead and, and let's chime in onto what we can okay. do with breathing. Well, let's first look at the fact that there are many things that we as humans right now are doing that we're not aware of. Our heart is beating. We're not really, yeah, we're, yes, our eyelids are clinging. clinging. No. <laughs> That's our French <laughs> translation. You know, in yoga, I use flutter, like the eyelids are fluttering. So, well, we that's nice. so I, our eyelids are why fluttering. You flirt when you flutter? <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, then the breath, the in and out, the oxygen that comes in, which is the receiving and the giving of the breath, the giving of the carbon dioxide that is always consistently happening and we don't have to force it. Most of us don't have to force it. And so here's something that my Guruji, my teacher in Nepal said, he said he learned this from his teacher and his teacher learned it from his teacher. So <coughs> see that this is not written anywhere. I had someone once say, where is this fact? And it's not a fact. It's a thing passed down from teacher to disciple. He said, you have a certain amount of breaths determined in your lifetime. So might as well breathe longer so that you extend your life. And that blew my mind. So here's another physical way to look at it. <clears throat> 
if you see the lungs as little balloons, like bunches of balloons in your lungs, if we only breathe like in and out through the mouth, for example, where we take in a bunch of breath uh, very fast and we exhale a bunch of breath really fast, it's almost like saying that we're only breathing from the top balloons of our lungs. And the idea is to go deeper into the lungs to fill these balloons that are really like at the bottom of the of the lungs and in other words when we're practicing yoga for example we'll say belly breath so you can feel like your belly is is expanding and what we're really doing is sending the breath right down to the base of the lungs and what that does in life is it clears the clutter of those judgment of the worry of the fears of the lack of the i need to do all these things i don't have time to meditate well the breath actually creates space for the real thoughts to come in. The breath allows for the idea you didn't think you had to come in. And it also helps you. I mean, okay, it helps me and many of my clients to respond from a place of heart and presence instead of react like you were talking about earlier, Francois. And instead of responding in reaction and like, I need to prove my point or I need to... I need to respond to this email right now, breathe, and then see if you want to do the same thing. Wow. This is, this is, this is deep. Actually, you said that they mentioned about, we only have a certain amount of breath in our lives. That's, that's an interesting thing. And whenever someone tells me something like this, instead of, ah, no, that's, that's, that's impossible. I, I'm a national trainer for Tony Robbins. And he always used to say, mismatch yourself whenever someone is saying something to you that is foreign just don't discard it says hmm what if it was true what other applications do i have that could say that it's possibly true and then you start to entertain this and the first thing that came to mind which is very interesting or is that women through their periods or menstrual cycle only have a certain amount of eggs that they have in their body it's counted and so once they're done that's when they get into menopause and so if it's counted for that, what if it was to be counted for breath? And what if, and so, and, and now you're entertaining an idea of instead of closing your mind to something, I've just opened my mind and now seen possibilities and I can play with it and I have more life to play with. I like to say that life is a puzzle. And right now everybody's got 50 pieces of puzzles. And because it's 2023, we just made some big goals. So we decided to go to 500 piece puzzles. But because of this, there's 450 pieces that we do not have yet. Where are those pieces of puzzles? I'm looking, for those of you that are just listening, I'm looking outside of me now. They're all over here. And the clearer you are in your mind of what it is that you want, the faster you'll be able to grab those pieces of puzzle from the non-formed right now and put them together so you can have that 500 piece of puzzle that you're constantly looking at. But the clearer the picture you have, the better it is. And now let's tie this to breathing. The more you breathe, the calmer you'll get. And when you're calm, you're able to perceive things in a better way and see, oh, there's one of those pieces and you grab them and you put them together. So you got to be clear first. Clarity to me is always number one. You need to be clear what you want. Then you start to discern where it is. You become aware because everything already exists. We just need to become aware of its existence and package it through our filters into something that makes us more us. But that breathing is absolutely great. To, to add, oh, yeah, you want to say something? Go for it. Thank you. And with all of that, do we really perform greatly when we're under stress and when our body is hyperventilating and when we're like our heartbeat is racing? Or do we really perform at the greatness of our potential rather than if we are calm and grounded and aligned with the moment? absolutely good 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 I, I i like it as a as a martial artist i remember whenever we're in the rink and some people come it's good to be full of 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 energy but if they're too much out it's easy to defeat them because they're constantly reacting you just got to relax and when you relax interestingly enough it seems that they slow down and when they slow down then it's easier to block and hit or much easier because everything slows down when you breathe 
one of the things I wanted to touch base on breathing, not only is it good for this and that, think about it. Everybody listening to this right now, what is the first food that your body needs? Some people say water, uh, meat, fruit, vegetable. No, no, no. Air. Without breath, you're dead. And so it's the first thing that we need. So what are we doing with the first nourishment that the body needs? Are we nourishing our body with something that is free? <laughs> it's free. It's out there. And, and the more you breathe, the better you feel. Now, some it's interesting. You talked about uh, shallow breathing and, and top breathing. I have this thought of going to hospitals because you're going to like this, Claudia. Claudia, I'm, I'm, whenever you go to hospital and people are sick, my mom's 91. That's why sometimes I go to hospital. And I notice everybody that's sick, they, they just breathe from here. Yeah. And that's why they're sick. They have no oxygen going into their body. If they have that belly breathing, it goes in and the oxygen can do what it's supposed to do and cleanse the body. So the breathing is the first nourishment of the body. All of you don't do this now. Some of you might be driving, but when you're sitting down at one point, I want you to breathe deeply such as, and it doesn't matter. There's no technique on this, but just the following as you breathe. Just 10 times. If you're dizzy when you do this, that means that your cells don't have enough oxygen. You're lacking oxygen. So take care of breathing. You need to breathe more in order to be alive more. And so feel more of your life. And you said that we only have a certain amount of breath or a certain amount of quantity of air. So might as well breathe them in completely so we can be fully alive and live the time that we have to the fullest at the moment that is given to us for it is truly a gift. That's why they call it the present. Uh -huh. Interesting. I love it. The breathing. This is awesome. Cool. We're talking about so many interesting things to me anyways, but Let's go into some business. What gets you fired up as an entrepreneur? Why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Thank you. You know, I feel like I could answer this many different ways. And the entrepreneurial for me is the drive of doing things differently. It's the, it's like if my soul knows that there isn't only one way to do life and to be in this life and in this body. And I, and I know that part of my purpose is to be a trailblazer and doing things differently. That doesn't mean that it's always easy. And yet I choose to invite ease and flow into the way I operate and do things living differently when my partner and i left for what was supposed to be one year of sabbatical we have a blog it's um vivre autrement live differently so vivre autrement is live differently in french and um it just came to us we were in line about to take our flight and i said i think we we probably both said it together why don't we call it that and it's just very aligned to how i want to live my life and to be an entrepreneur for me means that I choose courage instead of comfort every day. Courage instead of comfort every That's day. That's Brene Brown, okay? Brene Brown says choosing courage over comfort, and I took that on. Courage over comfort. doesn't matter if she said it. You see, no one, no one's got a, a copyright on thoughts like this because they got right. them here and now, now you've made it your own and now it has its own courage over, say it again, a comfort. comfort. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cause there's definitely, there is no growth and comfort zone. So courage and courage does not mean that there's lack of fear. And some people say, oh, this person is so courageous. They have no fear, fearless. Actually, I think they act in spite of fear because they have to conquer. We all face fears and that's what keeps us stuck if we don't overcome it. And another Almost thing like, I like, Claudia, huh? just a little plug for you here is that what you're doing is you help people to find out their bigger reason. So they're plugged into more energy to overcome the challenges. That's what you help your people do. If they get stuck, you says, Hey, come to me and I'll show you the real inside of you. And then be in alignment with this. Tell us a little bit on how does that work? when people come to you and they're stuck. Thank you. Well, the first thing, actually, one of the, so I'm, I host the Be Happy Now show, and today's episode 
was all about, actually it's going to be released tomorrow on January 5th. And it was about not hearing the voice. Um, someone in my yoga class last night said, Claudia, Sam, I don't hear the voice. You ask these questions and I don't hear anything. And what I want to say to that is that, is there a willingness to even hear it? Or is the fear greater than the possibility to what's to come? So to answer your question, are you willing to dive deep? Are you willing to choose courage over comfort? Are you willing to play with the fear? Even if it means that you don't know where you'll go, are you willing to play with that? Or do you choose to stay in the comfort and to stay in the resistance? And there is no judgment. Everybody gets to be on their journey at the pace that they're here for. The willingness, it's the first step. Because from the willingness, then you can bring in possibility. Then we can play. Then we can talk about the tune-in method and, you know, your your method as well. Like, then from willingness comes the results. I love it. I absolutely love it. I have this little thing here. I like to, to make this thing with you. Not because of what's written on it, but if I tell you there's nothing written on this, do you believe me? What I'm doing no. right now is I got this thermos and I'm showing Claudia Sam and it says best dad ever. And I'm pointing at it and I'm telling her there's nothing written on this. The more I do this, the more Claudia Sam is going to say. Well, no, of course there's something written on it. <laughs> but I say, but there's nothing written on it. And now check this out. As I turn this bottle around, now she is seeing what I was seeing. There was nothing written on it. And now I'm seeing what she was seeing, best that ever, doesn't matter the words. And so now what I'd like to point out to everybody listening to this, this is going to be such a, a relief for 2023. Two people can look at the same thing and say the total opposite and they are both right. Right. Stop trying to impose your truth on others. Stop it. Rather, ask a question such as, Claudia Sam, I say there's nothing written on it. You say there's something written on it. Check out the questions, ladies and gentlemen. What information do you have that leads you to believe that there's something written on it? And then you're going to well, tell I me. I see the words best dad ever on the bottle. <laughs> and then I go, what do you mean? And then as I turn it, oh, I'm seeing. So communication is breaking down walls. Let's not break, build walls. Let's build bridges. And the best way to build a bridge is by acceptance of others where they're at and then ask questions what information do you have that leads you to believe that this is your truth right now and they explain to you and i love what you said just before i got into this you said we need to open ourselves up so there's new possibilities no meaning new understanding so we can actually grow this is absolutely essential awesome i love it i love it cool so courage over comfort this is great indeed okay so if we go to the next one, what do you love most about what you do and why? Enlighten us on this. When I am either face-to-face -face, virtually or on the phone with my clients and there is a pause between my question and their answer, often there is a shift in energy and it it's almost like a um i see it almost like a bottle cap being like taken off almost like the air the pressure that was in the bottle can actually get released and that's how it feels like to me the best part of what i do is witnessing people in their witness of their truth, whether it's a, a, an answer they didn't know they had within them or whether it's something they finally understood after a year of, you know, tapping on the same topic. It, maybe it's sudden. Some people will have, I have one of my clients, when my tune-in program was a three-month program, now it's a four-month program. She did it in two months and she gifted her last sessions to people because she thought, she said, it, the light oh, the light turned on in, in the dark room. I feel on purpose. I know where I'm going. And she felt complete after two months. Great. Wow. And so it's it's beautiful to, to witness that. And 
it's the it's the light in someone it's like it's like seeing someone who's been in hiding all of a sudden walk outside and and their face is changing and their willingness is open and they're they're just a different side of themselves and it's just positive it's hard to explain i wonder if you understand what i mean yes may we relate it to the breathing at first if someone is quick to answer it's as if they took a shallow breath and just explain what's on the top but if they take a deep breath they go deeper into it so there's a time lapse that so as they go deeper they can discover themselves or one of my favorite words that tell people is we need to allow stop forcing things allow things to come and what you mentioned i appreciate that giving some time in between the question of the answer you allow other perspectives other insights other intuition other inspiration to come because you're giving it space to come <coughs> and it's not only you that's answering but you and the things that are around you that want to manifest as well yeah thank you yeah it's beautiful it's magic it is magic that's magic Life is magic <laughs> life is great indeed so therefore like many uh entrepreneurs uh, uh that are heart-centered and service-driven because that's that's the reason why you're on this show right now i only choose people that are heart-centered and service-driven money is not the main motivator it's the change it's it's what you can give to other i call it the psychic money when you see people change and transform and their eyes open up and you go and they're getting it you go it's also worthwhile. You finish that call and you're excited on cloud nine because you made a contribution to someone. And I can yeah. feel that with you. That is absolutely awesome. That's cool. And the willingness is the key here because then this would not be possible for someone to feel like they, their life is opening up and positivity is among them if they were not willing to receive it. Interesting. Willing to receive it. How often all entrepreneurs, because we're so busy going after this, going after that, and people are throwing us answers. But well, no, 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 I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I, I, I don't have time, but it's the answer to what they're looking for. Yeah. And yet they're so fast into their minds that they're not seeing that the answers are coming maybe through someone else or another experience or opportunity. And, and calming ourselves down, as you said, through that meditation is going to help us to say, oh, well, that thing that Claudia Sam said makes so much sense now because you're taking the time to give it space and being aware of what was said. Yes. People listening right now might say, but I have a business to run. What are you guys talking about breathing and giving room for? Well, that's what life is about. If we open our mind to this, <laughs> we're going to see that what we know pales in comparison to what exists. And the more space we give to what exists, the more we realize that not only we now know so much, but that we can learn so much more. And I'm 61 now. I realize that the more I learn, the more I know I know nothing. <laughs> There's so much. It's amazing. It's, it is wonderful. Life is, is really, really great. Now, as entrepreneurs, Claudia Sam, one of the things that we all face is if someone says, how's your business going? And one says, fine, great. We all say, but in the back, we're like a duck pedaling like crazy underwater while we're trying to have a cool countenance. And that's sort of a, uh, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes what happens in entrepreneurship. Nevertheless, all of us face challenges that sometimes seem unsurmountable. And one of the reasons for this show of how to become more is to be more vulnerable in sharing, for example, in your case, Claudia Sam, a time that you felt that it was so overwhelming, you wanted to quit, you wanted to not do anymore. And so the reason I'm going through this is number one, so people know that you're a real human being, <laughs> and number one, and number two, that even though it might have seemed unsurmountable, yet you are still here today. And that thoughts that we have that, oh, this is impossible. We have to stop thinking like this. It is possible. And so giving hope or a, a path that's a possibility for people to listen to is where I'd like to go next. So can you share with us 
the biggest challenge you have ever faced in your professional life and how did you overcome it? Thank you. And I think there's more than one, but I will go with the most recent one. I remember, and, and I want to actually kind of disclaimer here that these thoughts of what we're discussing, I'm also telling the universe, like this is not something to record universe or to say that this needs to happen again, universe. Um, just like these, we can choose to use these thoughts as our crutch that becomes our story and we can choose to use this story as a reminder that we opened up and a reminder that we can believe in ourselves and so for me um i remember going to my coach and saying do not let me give up don't let me is that what i said don't let me give up something like that it was i've never said these words ever and so what is most precious to me, what is most precious to me is my self-belief. The moment that I do not have, the moment when self-belief fades is the moment when I don't see a path anymore. So it happened once and it happened for a day. Okay, I have to say it happened for like a day, maybe 36 hours or something. But it didn't move beyond because my self-belief is really strong. And by self-belief, I mean capital S. I mean the soul self. I mean the purpose and the connection with God. That purpose, that belief. So the path forward, I think it's a beautiful loop with what we discussed at the beginning of the episode that there are real and unreal thoughts so the don't let me fail had to do with the thought that i was not where my small self my ego self the one who thinks unreal thoughts i was not where that version of me where i was judging was good enough for that version of me to be so I let myself disconnect. Nobody else did it for me. I let myself disconnect from the light that is within me, from the real thoughts, from that purpose, from that mission. And I, you know, you see in marketing as, as a coach, you see so many things like, hey, do this and and you'll work uh, two days a week and you'll get a hundred million of whatever amounts we can choose to believe that and i'm not saying it's not true for some people <coughs> and that's not a comparison i remember comparing myself to like marie forleo and gabby bernstein and amy porterfield and being like my online business is not good enough because it's not where theirs is uh hello they've been doing this for how many years now so it's almost like as soon as the failure thoughts come, it's the comparison game. And I decided for those 36 hours to believe the comparison game and play it. Interesting. It's a losing game. I saw you said the comparison game last week and I don't do much Facebook it's because it was Christmas that I was on it. And it said, why would I compare myself to others when there's only one of me? I'm exactly. Unique. I'm unique. What's there to compare? Nothing. There's nothing to compare with others. We can improve ourselves, but why comparing? It's 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 something that that is is great. You touched on something. I don't want to. I lose this one because I'm so big on this one as well. Taking responsibility. This is, to me, a linchpin of success. If circumstances come at us and throws us out of whack like it was going to you if you blame circumstances you have empowered circumstances and disempowered yourself therefore you're right you're a victim but and you can choose to do this take responsibility i am where i am right now because of what i did not covid not my parents not my neighbor my co-workers my last client none of that 
because of what I have decisions I have made. Once you do that, you've all of a sudden disempowered all that outside stuff and start to empower yourself. That being said, it's often a scary place to be. Hence, everybody, we need coaches. We need people out there to help us through this time of introspection that we feel alone. We need to hold someone's hand. If you can help someone in something, someone else can help you in something. And when we're lost like this or not sure of what's going on, then that responsibility is hitting us like a two by four right in the forehead and we feel out of balance and dizzy. Now is the time to reach out to someone. So someone like Claudia Sam, like myself or somebody else. But it's time to reach out because once you're out of balance like this, you need to be recentered and others can help us see things that we do not see, our blind spots. And it's such an important thing. And it's so gratifying because when you do that, you're sort of forgetting about self, your pride, you're putting it in, in the drawers and then you become more vulnerable and you create space for someone to help you. And then a new life starts with you. Taking responsibility empowers you to become better rather than empowers others to make you a victim. I, I, you mentioned it in another way, but it was beautiful. What you said was great. And that's my interpretation thereof. But it, it's, it's, it's really nice. I, I love the way that you said that you took responsibility to that biggest challenge. But once you had that biggest challenge, did you want to quit? <laughs> For an instant. And then I remember my clients. I'm like, wait a minute. I can't quit these people. Wow, when, you know, things like you changed my life or things like, wow, this pocket coaching this morning completely shifted my energy. I was able to have a good day. Like, I can't stop because it's so powerful. And these are humans. They're not, they're not objects. These are human beings that I'm working with. So I'm not doing this for anything else than than them and my awesome. purpose, really. Awesome. So basically, I like to say, we don't need to set goals. We need to set worthy ideals. And that means that it's a goal that you set that's overpowered. It's not about you only. It's about other things. It's about that when you be gone from this earth, your legacy will still go on. That's what's going to pull you to overcome the challenges that come our way because we all face challenges, all of us. And if we have no momentum, the little pebble on the road stops us. But if we have a momentum of a desire in helping others and making a difference, as we gain traction, momentum, then we can overcome these challenges. And the more momentum we get, then we become unstoppable. It's, Do you it's, know, um, are you familiar a little with the Hindu mythology and like the Hindu god Ganesha? The So Ganesh is an elephant, half-headed, um, body of human and head of a of an elephant and Ganesh in the Hindu mythology is the god that helps you remove obstacles and it's funnily enough that when you look at like I saw a video once of an elephant walking in a field and then all of a sudden there is a fence well what did the elephant do the elephant didn't like run towards the fence and like try to push it down the elephant actually slowly walked over the fence one big leg after the other that's it and I thought wow <laughs> the fence was not a big deal for the elephant and he just kept going so he took his time yeah and therefore spend less energy because if he would have charged through it he would have busted it but he could have gotten cut could have gotten hurt I've broken something that is there for a purpose, yeah. but just decided to take smaller, more intentional action and thinking, exerting less energy. And that's the same thing with us when there's challenges and problems with business. Are we going to charge at it? Says, all right, I'm going to get it. Because there, there's, there's a, a three levels that I feel that life goes through for us. Number one is by, sorry, to me, life happens to me. The second one and life happens by me. And the second, the third one is life happens through me. The first one, life happens to me. 
I don't think that anybody listening to this uh, this show is actually this. This is the victim. Oh, everything happens to me, to me. They're victims, and and they don't amount to much. They need a lot of help, and we can help them. That's fine. The second one. If they want to. Yeah, if they want to. That's it. We can't force people. That's Satan's way. That's another story. I can't force people. So the second one is buy me. Most people listening to this are buy me, meaning I need to do this. So buy me. I'm gonna take action. I know what to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna schedule things. I'm gonna make a, a to do list and then make things and call this person. Call and here we are. Buy me, pushing things, forcing things. And interestingly enough, Claudia Sam, you know it. I say that if you do too much buy me, you burn out, and you've experienced that. Then we need to go to the next level. And I have not mastered that one yet, although I'm spending more time in it than the buy me. Because let's be also realistic. With the buy me, you accomplish a lot of things. It's just that you burn out, and then you realize that your ladder, which is now at the top of the building, you're on the wrong building. <laughs> you need to get and, and climb on another building now. But the last one is through me, and what that means is that you open yourself to the awareness of many possibilities. And since it's infinite, well, you'll never be tired. Because it's not coming from you; it comes from it, and it is infinite. Call it universe, call it God, call it infinite, call it what you want. But there's more of it than of you. And if you let it go through you, then you become powerful beyond measure. It's unlimited. And so that is more of what you say through the breathing. You can relax, and you can allow it to flow through you. And as it does, you get to be a bigger, bigger conduit. So you can have more. The thing that we need to all not do is to hoard it. It starts to come more, and then we just okay. I'm keeping this. Well, and if you do this, I, I tell my clients, you're stepping on the hose of abundance. Please move. <laughs> Stop stepping on the hose of it. Let it flow because yes. more that can come. If you try to hold on, that means you think there's lack now. There's no lack. There's abundance. Let it flow, and more comes. And as you let it flow, you can share it with others, and they're edified. When the tide rises, all the boats go up with it. All of them, small, big, doesn't matter. This is cool. So, the through me one is where you are with yoga that you have discovered now that you need to let it happen through you. You said you were crying on that mat because you were allowing feelings that you never allowed before to come in. You were feeling the it, the outside, the universe, the God, or whatever, the, the infinite that's around you, and letting it touch you. And this is something that made you a way more powerful individual, Claudia. Sam, it's just awesome. I like to celebrate that with you. This is great. Thank you. Yes, so powerful. <laughs> cool. What's the biggest lesson that you learned from the challenge that you've overcame? Forget what I wrote, but <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I I, this is where I tune in. Energy and, is everything. Um, And feel your feelings. Oh yeah, thank you. I could have gone in a judgmental route of why am I thinking I'm I need to quit and like judging even that place where I was at, and then that's stepping on the hose of abundance in the sense that it it's not helping at all. So. I was called to feel the feels. That means sitting with the discomfort of the feeling of failure. That was made up. That was not even real, and it was still worthy of being felt. So that is a big lesson that I've learned from many other challenges that came through.、Um, and I think just like, just like. Stepping on the hose of abundance.、Um, sometimes I see it like a, a fist that we can make. The energy of control, the energy of need, the energy of this needs to work right now. This has to. How come this hasn't happened yet? That's like the closed fist. But then, there you can't receive anything. If I throw you a ball, you can't catch it this way. So, I learned that it was actually more energy. To hold the fist than it was to open it up.、Wow. When I had thought that it was easier to close the fist because that's how you fight, it's how you move forward with the fist. But actually, there's less fighting when their palm is open. So, I love it. 
I just absolutely love it. And isn't it true that whenever we're holding on to things, saying, oh, come on, come. we're just holding up, we can't receive anything. As you said, if my, my fists are clenched, how can I hold on to something? I like to say, just let go. And if you let go, then you can catch something else. But another awareness that came to me is when you hold something and you let go, it falls to the ground. Then instead of being a stumbling block, you can stand on it and it becomes a stepping stone. And now you can raise yourself to a higher level. So the more we let go of things, the more we can lay a foundation from which we can rise rather than stumble upon. It's, it's yeah, letting go is such, let go and let God or let go and let the universe allow all these things that breathe. Just don't breathe here. Allow it to fill your whole body and feel alive at every breath. Indeed, that, that, that is so cool. So I love it. So that's a very nice lesson. Everything is energy, definitely. Oh, actually, I, you talk about everything is energy. Check this out. I learned many people are talking about goals and this and that for, for 2023. And someone said a lot of people have challenges with money and, and they chase money. Oh, ah, I need money. I want money. I need more money, 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 money. Okay, okay. And they said, and, and try this on for size and everybody listening, try this exercise. What if money was a person? How would you treat that person? How would that person would like to be around you? What fun would that person like to have around you? So, so just play with this. If you say, oh, I hate money. Money's always scarce. So imagine it's a person hearing you. They just want to leave. It's just, they're going, and now you, it's you. Again, remember taking responsibility? So we're empowering ourselves. So it says, think of it as a person. Hey, let's have some fun together. Let's explore new things. And, and money comes and says, yeah, let's do that. So just that shift that that person, it wasn't a, a, a post. And, and it just got me thinking, what if money was a person? How would you treat it? And more importantly, how would that person would like to be around you? Are you a sourpuss? Are you nah, 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 nah? Or are you someone that's really nice to be around? How interesting that again, we are taking control about it. It's us. Our results are a reflection of who we are. So let's make yeah. sure that who we are reflects the results that we want. Totally. The relationship that we have with ourselves and like we have with anyone around us. That is one of, <coughs> excuse me, one of the things that I did in the early, early stages of me being coached. And I remember playing with the response, the relationship I had with money if if there was a relationship to be had money if if money was a was a human how different would it be and it's powerful to think about it that way powerful yeah it's someone else it's not mine it's someone else but hey let, let's share the the wealth of that information and hopefully and once again anything that we're given is like a gift unless you unwrap the gift and play with it you're not getting the benefits from it. You can have lots of gifts. You never open them or you never get the benefits from them. So let's let's wrap them. Let, let's absorb them. Let's become aware of what they can do. But for you, do you have a special MVP mission, vision, passion formula that you can share with the audience? I think it's your tune in method. Can you explain that a bit? Sure. I'll try to do this quickly. No, no, the okay. tune in method was designed to take people who are used to being on the go, don't have a foundation of feeling the body and the mind and even being connected with their soul. And so in the tune in method, it starts with finding balance and balance brings us to be aware of the body, the mind and the emotions. And so in my tune in program, I take people one on one through the process of getting to know yourself and especially in those layers of the physical body the thoughts and the emotions even if it's scary even if you're not used to feeling much and then we move into connect from balance we move to connect and connect is all about uncovering your why uncovering your soul values uncovering what uplifts you instead of what drains you and that there is often where we will um, say yes to things that are really beneficial for us instead of saying yes to things that will leave us leaking energy. 
and then so balance connect and then trust is all about the dance between the ego and the soul recognizing the voice of the heart learning to recognize the unreal and the real thoughts and then making powerful decisions confident decisions with empowerment to decide which one do I want to choose? Which one do I want to live my life by? Do I want to live my life from my mind, from what makes sense? You can. And do you also want to make decisions to move forward in alignment with your heart so that you can fully live your soul's purpose? Wow. I love it. This is, this is really good. What benefits do people have? Think about a client or someone that was stuck somewhere and going through the finding balance, the connect and the trust, the liberation that came from them through that. I mean, wow. Just one. Just one. So one of my clients came to me um, saying, I need to leave my job. I think I need to leave my job. It's horrible. The people I work with, they, they're not sharing the same values. I know they're, I know I'm here for a bigger reason. And I don't think that this job, this circumstance is giving it to me. So in this case, right, she was giving a lot of power to these external circumstances. And when she became more aware of the signs her body was sending her, the stress, the, the, um, the anxiety that was filling her body that she was giving priority to she was she noticed how she was giving the power to her colleagues and to the different values and how um, they were affecting her mood way more than she had even any power on changing the atmosphere of the workspace and so actually after three months of working together she said you know i like my colleagues now I'm going to stay at this job and she's been at this job for three years now because of the way that she shifted her energy because of the choices she started making because of the power that she gave to herself instead of giving to her colleagues and to the external circumstances and so that's a powerful example because someone today said i don't want to have to make big big changes and i said you you don't have to make big changes there might not be any big changes that you think but isn't changing harmful thoughts to helpful thoughts a big change mm, nice the introspection you're reframing what they're thinking about and again like i was saying it's it's we need someone else to help us do that so if someone was to want to get a hold of you how could they do that i just put in in the chat right now uh claudia's uh soulcoaching.com it's uh, the https is there claudiasamsoulcoaching.com. Is there yeah. any other way or when they go there, can people get to know you? Can they have a, a sample of what you do? Tell us a little bit about that. There are many ways. So the one of the ways that I like to bring people in is if you go to my You Have It In You Facebook group, it's free. There's a bunch of videos on there. You get to be with community and you get to also connect with me on Facebook. There is also on my website, if you go to the Meditate tab it will bring you to my insight timer teachers profile where i have dozens of free meditations and i host monthly live events like yoga for presence or tune in meditations as well so those are free avenues for you and then this month i'm actually hosting the back on track experience that includes a back on track challenge to help you move your habits in a positive direction as soon as now as we are sitting at the beginning of the year so if you want to learn more about the back on track experience there's actually 80 percent off happening right now this month for you to join and just put yourself first and you can go to claudiasamsoulcoaching.com forward slash events so that you can um yeah get your hands on that and put yourself as a priority take that baby step this is so cool because indeed, remember when we started at the beginning, we talked about how important meditation is and many people aren't aware of it. Some people says, I don't know how to meditate. Is it guided? Is it not? I'm confused. Well, you're opening the door at the beginning of the year and I tried in my unperfect way to put into the chat. I copied and pasted your place where it says meditate with you. So I copied and pasted into the chat so people can have an opportunity to take that. I, I strongly recommend that you go to Claudia Sam's website and you find out about that meditate. Give yourself a gift of relaxing and allowing things to happen a little bit more. And if you feel inclined to do it, well, find out more about Claudia Sam. 
she's going to be taking good care of you. And as you have seen, hey, we've been an hour and four minutes. I can't believe time flies when you're having fun. This is absolutely great. So hopefully we're gaining some good introspection from all of this, saying that no one's perfect. And if we think that we have all the answers ourselves, it's not. But the answers are around and through others, we can be aware and allow those answers to come and unpack them into our lives so that we can become more. And as we become more, we can serve others more as well. Any closing thoughts or things that you'd like to leave our audience with, Claudia Sam, before we go? I mean, congratulations for listening, for choosing you in this moment, for allowing any curious energy to peak at you and and keep trusting that part of you. You you have it in you and you are so worthy and so amazing and you are so deeply loved. Thank you so much. Kind words to finish on. Thank you so much, Claudia Sam, for coming. And for all of you listening, once again, someone is waiting for the solution you have to offer. Just don't put it on the side. Someone's waiting for you. Get out there, get your message out, change lives, either with your products or services. Be an entrepreneur. Let your light shine so others' light and darkness can be brightened because you were part of it. Thank you, everybody. Have yourself a wonderful 2023. And Claudia Sam, thank you for coming. We appreciate you a lot. Until next time, make it a great day.